first and foremost, like congratulations on your silver medal, you. and I'm sure that's incredibly exciting. Have have as have you digested everything now that you're like back from Tokyo? Have or is no. it still just like not it, feel like it happened? <laughs> it. It doesn't even feel like it happened because we literally, I came back on Wednesday and then on Thursday we flew to Orlando. I just feel like super overwhelmed. I'm like, I feel like this didn't even happen. So it's all just like super crazy right now. So I'm hoping once I get to Utah and can like settle in, maybe I'll feel a little bit better. But it's just, it's been wild. I don't know. Like I was saying before, I was telling them that it's like you work so hard for something and then it's like, it just happens like that and it's over. You know, like you build your whole life up to this moment and it's just like you compete and now it's done. <laughs> so it's is it weird. is it a weird feeling? Like I had that feeling when I stopped playing football, like college football with like what next? And I think, you know, I, I like look back on that and it took me months to kind of figure out like, what do I do with my life? Because for seven, eight years, all I knew was football. Yeah. Like, are, are you kind of going through that process right now? Yeah. Well, I've done gym for 19 years. So like, this has basically like been my job. Um, I mean, obviously I still have to go back and compete at the universe or not compete, sorry. I have to go back and do school at the U. Um, so I'm done with gym, but then we have Simone's tour that starts in September. So at least I'll still be doing gym. So like, I'm not officially done yet. And then we'll have that till like November. So it's a month and a half. So that's going to be really fun. And then after that, just starting school in January, but like, I don't know. I feel like there's so many options, but I just don't really know what I want to do. Like I've, I'm going to school to do sports broadcasting. So that's kind of been like what I've wanted to do, but you know, we have the YouTube channel and then like, I'd like to start like maybe my own athletic line. I don't know. There's just like so many different things I'd like to like branch out into, but it's just kind of getting, you know, that nudge to like actually do it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I mean, I think just watching your channel, over the past month or so was amazing just watching you document you know live from tokyo I mean, it was mm -hmm. like it was amazing to follow <laughs> yeah. the journey through there and, and i i think doing that was really smart mm -hmm. I, I guess for you as you think about it and, and the channel moving forward obviously you've had a bunch of different content on the channel over i think you started like a year ago is that right mm -hmm. yeah and, and, mm -hmm. and so there's been a bunch of different content like as you think about it moving forward do you think it will be more vlogging like day in the life type of content or how are you thinking about or like do you think it'll be more like teaching people how to do gymnastics like i, I had how this do you exact conversation with her husband yeah yeah uh, oh, okay. two days ago <laughs> amazing um so i'm curious to see how she answers this after the conversation i had <laughs> i know jonas was talking to me because like obviously like i want to start a family but i know that's not happening anytime soon <laughs> Um, even though I wish it was, but, um, I would love to like document that and like go and kind of into that route and just, you know, be a family. But like, I don't know, like I want to do like, I want to have like fun videos and like do cool things, even like if it still brings gymnastics and I like go into the gym one day and try like crazy skills and just do like wild things that I haven't really tried before just cause I don't want to get hurt. So I don't really know what direction I want to go in. Jonas and I haven't really thought about it. And it's like my YouTube channel, you know, like the name is like, you know, the road to Tokyo. That's like been our theme. So I'm like, now we got to come up with like a new theme and like figure out what we want to like call the YouTube channel. So I really haven't like thought much about it yet. Um, but I mean, I think after Jonas was talking to Reed, he's like, I think I got some ideas. So that was really helpful. Don't so worry, we'll every YouTuber has went through like different evolutions of their channel. Like I, uh -huh. I'm trying to think, like even the biggest YouTubers in the world, like PewDiePie have went through like different stages of their career uh -huh. where they went from like horror video games to Minecraft, to real life, to reaction. So for you, it's just kind of like finding out what you enjoy 
And I think your fans will just love it regardless. But I think it's something that you have to want to get up and do every day. I would just, I I cautioned him of that as well. Like, don't Mm -hmm. force your, don't force yourself into like doing something that you guys don't like just because you think there's a lot of upside, like actually do something Mm -hmm. that you guys enjoy. And the family vlog, like the gymnastics stuff, like you can tell you love it. That's like, Mm -hmm. you got to find that next thing of like, I really enjoy doing this and will enjoy doing this as content. Mm -hmm. So there's hope. There is definitely hope. Yeah. Don't, (laughs) don't worry at all. And also the other interesting thing about your channel that I was looking at, um, and this isn't a knock, but you don't have a lot of subscribers, but if you look Mm -hmm. at your subscriber to view ratio, it's very high, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of your videos have more views than the amount of subscribers you have on your channel, which is a very good metric because a lot of YouTubers are the other way where like they have 5 million subscribers and they only Mm -hmm. average like 200,000 views per video. So you should be really proud of like your active, you have a very active community. So I think whatever you decide to do, mm-hmm. um, they're going to stay around for. That's awesome. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I now we really just got to figure out what stuff. you're yeah. filming. I know. I never really look at that stuff. I mean, Jonas is always on top of it just because I've been so busy. So hearing that definitely gives me a lot more confidence. <laughs> you're also going to have hopefully cool. way more free time now. Uh, and, I know. And, and yeah. So- I, I'm I'm curious, like balancing school now, like that has to be a weird aspect for you. If you think of like, okay, now I'm actually going to go back to class or you know, and and learn and study yes. all this stuff. How does that feel? And and how are you thinking about that side of this all? Yeah, not excited, especially after having two years off. It's like, who wants to go back to school after that? Because I even deferred my freshman year of college because of 2016. So I've technically deferred three years of school. So like I should have been done a long time ago. So I'm just feeling kind of overwhelmed, especially because there's so many opportunities for me now. So I'm like, I don't know. Like there's so many things I want to do. I want to be on Dancing with the Stars. And so I'm like, how am I going to do school and do all that? So I guess I'll figure it out, but um, it'll be a challenge, but I'm almost there. So just got to do it, push through it. And you're foregoing your last year of eligibility, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that'll at least free up some time to figure out like, what do you want to do next? Yeah. I don't think it's any different than like juggling gymnastics in school. Uh, it's just like now I feel like traveling <laughs> yeah. to do dancing with the stars. Uh, That's kind of like my gym time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you're just going to have yeah. to figure out how you balance those two together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like endless possibilities now because of, you know, what you've done. I think, what'd you say? 17 years, 19 years, 19 years, yeah. 19 years, maybe even gymnastics. 20 now, 19 or 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, it's kind of really set you up for the rest of your life to kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's very true. I'm excited. I'm excited to be a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, a, a normal person with, with a medal, yeah. you know, that, that's, <laughs> there's always gonna be an asterisk on that one. So, I mean, yes. it, honestly, major congrats on that. Thank and, you. I mean, your, your story over the past, I mean, just following it throughout the Olympics has, mm-hmm. has been incredible. And even just your journey, to competing has, has been amazing to, to watch. And uh, I, I think for all of us, it's just like, this is so cool that you were able to mm-hmm. do this and you were able to win. I, I know it, at one point in one of your interviews, you were talking about uh, like getting ready for the vault finals. You, you were like, actually, I, I think before you were like uh, told that you were going to be competing, you're like getting ready mm-hmm. to, to like book your flight home. Yep. What was that like? Like, and, and how did you mentally <laughs> yeah. shift? Cause I imagine there was one point there where you're like, I'm actually done. Like I'm like, this is like, because yeah. I think at that point you had already announced you were uh, not going back for your eligibility and you're like, okay, I'm going to be sort of retiring after all this. 
what went through your mind after you sort of already said, Hey, I'm retiring. This is sort of over. Uh, and then you're like, Oh wait, now I'm actually going like in, in mm-hmm. competing in this. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously after prelims, you know, I went out there and kind of had the beat of my life, which was super awesome. And I mean, it was really hard for me to be in that position because, you know, you have the four man team and the two individualist spots. And so, you know, Jade and I are both good at floor and vault. So I kind of knew since she was kind of going that route, I feel like it was more in her favor anyway. And so I feel like I was kind of just there for, you know, along for the ride and um, just hoping that I was going to be able to meddle and at least vault um, is what I was really hoping for. And so after we competed vault, which is our second rotation during prelims, and after seeing like the scores come up, I didn't have like my best vaults. They were okay. Um, But just seeing the scores come up, I kind of started crying and I was just, you know, super disappointed because I was like, you know, I get all the way here and, you know, I, this is kind of it for me. I mean, I'm probably not going to make it in the all around unless like, you know, SUNY or Simone really mess up. Like there could be a chance, but not likely. And um, so like, I was like, I just got to keep going. I got to stay focused. I went and like nailed a bar routine, had the best beam routine of my life. So like, I think that was what made it worth it for me. And I was just, you know, super excited that I was, you know, able to compete. I was called an Olympian. I made it here, but you know, kind of once the meet had ended, like I was just super emotional. Like, like, this is it. This like kind of sucks. Like, you know, everyone's going to be walking home with a medal and like, I'm super happy for them, but it's just like, it's going to be kind of sad, like being the only one not getting to like have that moment and being up on that podium. And, and so kind of after that, it took me like two days to really like, you know, be like, okay, like this is it, it's over. And so I was sitting there like staying up really late. Like I couldn't really sleep after that. I was like, I'm ready to go home. I was eating pasta. Cause I've, I've been gluten free. So I was shoving pasta in my face, eating dessert. And it was just like, I felt like really good. I was happy. And I was like, I'm ready to go home. Like, let's do this. So I told Lisa, I was like, well, let's stay for team finals. Cause I want to stay and support the team. We went and watched team finals. And then that's when we got, you know, the news, Simone, right after she had vaulted, she texted or she told Cecile, her coach down on the floor to text Lisa and say, Michaela can't go home because she might need to go in for vault. And so anyway, that night when we were sitting up there, Lisa's like, okay, well, we're not going home. So I'm like, okay, well, I had all my bags packed and I was kind of mad at the moment because I was like so ready to go home and like see everybody. But then like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I get, I have a chance to get a medal. Like this is crazy. So I just tried really hard to like get back into the groove of things, stay positive. And I just tried doing a ton of vaults as much as possible because I, if I was going to go in, I wanted to do the best vaults of my life. So every day Simone was talking to me, supporting me, helping me get through it. And then, you know, up to 24 hours before the meet started was when we got the news, you know, Simone's officially not going to do it. So it was also really hard at that point too, because I was so sad for Simone just because we do have like that close friendship. And that was not the way I would want to go in for vault finals. Like I wanted to earn it. And so it was kind of devastating and really hard to like go out there. So when I went out, I really just wanted to do it for the both of us. So it was, it was hard, but so rewarding and just the coolest, coolest feeling ever. So it was crazy. Wild. Were you like, were you guys paying attention to the media at all over here of like everything that was going on with Simone and everything that they were talking about? Cause it, it has to be mm-hmm. hard to ignore when it's every, it's like the only thing that people are talking about. It's number one trending on Twitter for multiple days in a row. Were mm-hmm. you paying attention to any of that or were your coaches doing a good job helping you guys block it out? 
Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we see it, it's there and we talk about it and, you know, you know, Simone's just like, I just don't get, you know, how people like just don't understand how this is a real thing because that was one reason I wanted to start a YouTube channel was so people could really see like the inside scoop and the behind the scenes of like what we go through. Um, just because, you know, on social media, we seem like our lives are put together, everything is perfect. And so um, it was just really cool to show people, you know, how hard it is to get to where we are. Um, but I mean, if anything, I feel like, you know, we we're kind of used to, you know, people saying things and being the way they are. So I feel like we're just really good at blocking it out. And like Simone, if anything, like, she's just like, it's whatever, like, I'm going to do what I can do. And that's all that matters. And, you know, she went in every single day and tried her hardest to like figure out a routine. And then she was trying to learn the double pike dismount on beam. So she's never done that since she was like, you know, 12 years old. So like, she was really, really trying her hardest to be able to go out and compete. And I think it was really smart of her to make that decision because we could have lost a medal if she would have gone out and then freaked out on something else. So even though people, you know, say it was a horrible decision and she's not a team player and she wasn't there for the team, like it was really good with what she did. So we could still at least end up with silver, you know? So it was, it was crazy. The whole thing, I was just like, would have never expected that happening like ever, you know? So I mean, I think everything was really just meant to be, and that's just how it was supposed to work out. Like, I think, you know, this was meant for me to be able to like go out there and, you know, be able to have this opportunity and this chance to win this, win this medal, you know? So um, even though it was sad for Simone, I think, you know, she was super happy and I don't know if you guys saw, but she was out there cheering and screaming her head off for me. And I know she really wanted me to go out there and place. So that was just super nice of her to have that uplifting attitude and still be supportive of other people winning medals that she could have gotten. You know, so I, I'm curious. You, you touched on it a little bit of just how much has gone into your journey so far, and and obviously you've covered this a little bit on your YouTube channel of what your like a day in the life of training looks like. But for people who maybe haven't watched or understand what it takes to be an Olympian, like, can you explain what your typical day actually looked like? I don't yeah. know, over the past yeah. year. Mm -hmm. So. When I used to do elite, it was a lot harder. I trained seven hours a day, 32 hours a week. Um, and I was adding in a trainer on top of it and private dance lessons. It's just been crazy. Like I've never really gotten to go on vacations. I never really had a life. I had to miss out on church activities and just so many things that I could have, you know, had the opportunity to do. It was definitely a life commitment at such a young, such a young age. Um, it picked up really fast. And I used to hate gymnastics. I hated it. I didn't never didn't want to do it. My mom actually took me out for a year because I just, it was brutal. Like what kind of kid wants to go through something like that? Like I just wanted to have fun with friends and play. And so anyway, she had watched Carly Patterson in the Olympics and was like, just had this strong feeling like you need to put Michaela back in gymnastics because all my coaches had had seen that there was a lot of potential and they thought that I could possibly go to the Olympics if I had the right coaches to take me there. So that's why we switched to Desert Lights and started their elite program. Um, a lot of gymnasts burn out in gymnastics and I think that it definitely needs to make a change because you don't need to train seven hours a day. I feel like you need to go in, do what you need to do, and then maybe if you need a couple extra hours a little bit to go and work on things do that but I think it just really kills off the athlete by you know busting out routines twice a day I just think it's so unnecessary um so we we, we change it back to like I train like maybe like four four and a half sometimes five hours and then I still added in 
Um, I do therapy twice a week and the trainer twice a week. So it kind of adds up to like that seven or eight hours a day, but at least it's not just in the gym. Um, so that's kind of how I've been able to manage my body and to keep it going, especially being 24. I know I'm not old in gymnastics, or I know I'm not old, but in gymnastics world, I'm kind of old, you know, me and Simone are the OGs of the team. So, um, it's been really hard. And then with all the setbacks and everything, you know, it's just been like, I don't know how my body's been able to hold up and do all of this. I mean, I feel like, you know, Simone and I talk all the time and we're like, our bodies are just like mentally and physically done, especially after COVID and like you know, not knowing if there's going to be the Olympics and not competing for a year. It was just really like mentally and physically hard and draining on us. But um, I mean, look, anything's possible. We were able to work through it. And um, but yeah, it's been nice to not have to work seven hours a day. I think I would probably cry if I had to do that. So five hours is a lot better, a lot more yeah. manageable. I, I figured like physically it was a lot of work still to this day after 19 years. But how do you like, how do you prepare mentally for the Olympics? Like having to deal with all these external factors, not, mm -hmm. not to mention the media, but now like the expectations, the coaches having a country mm -hmm. and their expectations. Cause I think for, you know, America, it's like us gym, like female gymnastics, like they better win. Like that's yep. the expectation. Mm -hmm. So how do you like, how do you prepare mentally for that? Um, so I feel like, you know, kind of, you know, having the experience that we have, like internationally, I feel like definitely helps, you know, I've been to worlds, I've competed in international competitions for years now. And so, you know, so I feel like just having that experience really, really helps. And worlds is kind of like the Olympics. Um, you know, we have it every year, except the Olympic year. And so that's, you know, we're competing against all the same countries that are at the Olympics. And um, obviously, it's just the men's and um, women's team. But um, it kind of, it's, kind of feels like you're at the Olympics. And so I was kind of like, oh, like, you know, we've been to worlds, we competed against these girls, we know what we're doing. But then when we were at the Olympics, I was like, oh my gosh, like I literally just want to die right now. Like I was so nervous and so stressed. Like the whole time it was just totally different than like it's ever been. Um, I feel like, you know, with USA Gymnastics, like when you go, when we go to the trainings, a lot of the other teams like don't train. Like I wish a lot of people could like, I mean, I wish Jonas could be there to like video, like the behind the scenes stuff there, because it's just really interesting how, you know, we sit here and we, every workout we're doing routines. And so we're just like really prepared to go out there and hit our routines. And like Simone and I talked about it when we were in um, Rio, obviously I wasn't with her, but when we had Marta, it was like, we were like robots. Like every time we'd go in and do a show set, it was like, we were not going to fall. So when we competed, we know we could go in and hit those routines under that pressure and so obviously, you know, things now have changed with USA Gymnastics and Tom's new and, you know, it's not as strict as it was with Marta, but we still always do that show set just to put that extra pressure on ourselves and like know what we have to feel when that routine counts. You know, the second you salute, this is the routine that matters most, not any other routine. So I feel like that definitely really helps get us in the game in different things. And that pressure is there because during prelims, that's when you're trying to qualify for every single event for team finals individual. So that's like the, one of the most important meets is that first meet trying to qualify and get into everything. Um, it was just, it was different, but at the same time, I feel like we really went out there and, you know, tried, try to make the best of it as much as we could. And that pressure was there. I mean, Russia, I feel like they were going to give it to Russia no matter what, because I think they were really pulling for Russia to win. So um, if anything, we were just super happy that, you know, Russia did go out there and they did their stuff and, you know, it was, it was game on and it's okay. We still got second. That's still amazing. A lot of, you know, athletes go to the Olympics and don't even walk away with a medal. So I think it was really cool to see how 
after all that negative, negative, um, negativity that everyone was bringing to the table to watch them come back after all of that and watch Simone, you know, compete in beam finals and take home a medal after everything they've been through, I think was really cool to watch to show that, you know, we never did give up. So you said you, um, earlier, you said that you hated gymnastics when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Do you think you missed out on a lot of experiences because you were so like focused on gymnastics when you were younger? And do you, do you like resent the fact that you like missed certain like I'll just say like normal <laughs> kid things yeah you know is that you yeah. didn't really get to experience because for 19 years you know you were a gymnast mm -hmm. I missed out I mean obviously I think that was one reason like I hated gymnastics so much was just because like especially being married like Jonas like gets to go on all these vacations for work that he like wins and stuff so like they get to go to Mexico and Hawaii and it was like so hard like not being able to go with him and I'm like well, that must be nice. Like you just get to go on vacation while I sit here and work my butt off. So it does get really hard at times, but like now after like watching everything play out and like being able to like make it to the Olympics and like knowing that like, even though I wanted to quit that I never gave up and like I made it to the freaking Olympics, like all this hard work was definitely like totally worth it. Even though like during it, like, you know, Jonas like hated listening to me complain, like get me ice. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I would cry. And just like all of that. And he's like, isn't that nice? We don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, it's so nice. But there's just so many things I was just like, it was just horrible. I didn't get to go be with my family. My nie I have 12 nieces and nephews. So I just feel like I haven't really gotten to like watch them grow up. So that's been kind of sad. And just so many things that I've been wanting to do with my life that I haven't gotten to. But um, I mean, gymnastics is, it's been my life. So that's really all I know. But I don't know. It's been, it's been torture, but it's also been very rewarding. So I don't think now that I look back on it, I don't think I would change, change anything. So it's very cool. What do you think kept you motivated through all of that? Like, what do you think was the main reason why you didn't quit? So I feel like going back to college really helped me regain the love for the sport. And I just really felt like I like love gymnastics. It, you know, it wasn't super hard. It was really fun to like go out there and dominate and just have fun and be with a team and, you know, have that like sisterhood with all the girls and just really enjoy every moment of it. And so I feel like having that really just like kind of triggered, like, I kind of want to go back to elite gymnastics. Like I want to try this one more time. Like I've worked so hard. I was so close last time. And I remember being in, in, um, Rio and we got to watch a couple of the girls compete a couple of the days um, and I remember just sitting there, like, I was so close to making it. Like I, like I could be competing out on the floor right now. So I just had like that burning fire and desire that I was like, I just, I wanted to do this. I'm so glad that I did. I'm, it was, you know, throughout this, I mean, the first year was actually like, not that bad. I was like, okay, I can come back. It's not a year. It's, it's less than a year to do this. So like, I can just bust it out and go. And then I was just killing it like I came back in three months which is like crazy like no one could believe how fast I got everything back and was able to do my routines obviously my form and execution still wasn't quite there so like once I found out the Olympics was postponed I was like obviously super disappointed and was like super upset but at the same time I was like oh this will give me more time to be able to you know work on those things and um anyway I feel like there's also that opportunity that I could get injured or I guess not opportunity, but there's, you know, I could get injured or so many things could happen. And so I was like, I don't know if this will be good to have that extra year or if it will benefit me. 
Um, and so it was really hard to keep me going, but I think like the biggest thing that helped me was just family, the love, the support, my husband every day. Like I, I, I'm really close with my mom and my sister. So seriously, probably like five times a day, I would be calling them crying, wanting to give up. And I feel like they just helped me get through it. And then I kept remembering, like, this is all going to be worth it in the end. If you make it, it's definitely going to be, you know, what you've dreamed of. And it's all, it's all going to work out in the end, the way that it's supposed to. And I already came so far. So I was like, I just, I can't give up now. I just need to keep pushing through it and um, just see, see where, see where it will take me. So we're officially closing the door on 2024. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the non-verbal. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been joking with me, like at the meet Tom, the Olympic coach. And a lot of people were like, Oh, you could have a couple kids and you can make a comeback. I was like, I am not pulling a Chelsea memo right now. I'm like, there is no way. I don't know how she's, how she did that. Having kids no and idea. Yeah. trying to do this. I'm like, you're insane. I'm like, once I have kids, like I want to have kids and enjoy my life with my kids, you know? So that's just insane and incredible. But I mean, you never know what could happen. So I get like, like I like to say, Ooh, you never okay. say never, <laughs> you never can say never. So I don't know, but I mean, I, I'm ready to be done. So, I mean, this is, that was like, you know, if I would have made the Olympic team last Olympics, I don't think I would even be here right now. I mean, maybe, but I mean, now that I did it and I proved to myself that I could do hard things, like, I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm fulfilled with my accomplishments. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think you've proved now at this point that you can accomplish anything that you want to. And, and, mm -hmm. and so I guess as you think about the next phase, like, do you have a dream of what your life looks like in 10 years or 20 years of like <laughs> what you're doing? Or because you, you spent 20 oh, years on a dream of like, let's become this like Olympic, uh, Olympic yeah. medalist. And now it's like, okay, uh, what is the next dream? Because it's clear mm -hmm. that you can accomplish whatever it is that you, you put your mind to. But yeah. as you think about what it is in this next part, like, how are you thinking about that? Mm -hmm. You know, I told Jonas, I was like, we should try to like, try some other Olympic sport that doesn't look that hard. Cause there's so many sports in the Olympics that like, you know, you don't ever think about until the Olympics are on and you're watching. And I'm like, let's both become Olympic athletes for something else. <laughs> I'm like, Jonas needs to go to the Olympics. He's six, seven. And oh he, he could like totally like be awesome in something. I think obviously I wish he would have started basketball when he was younger. Cause like he's pretty good at it now, but you know, he just does it for fun. But I'm like, there's so many things like he could be so good at. So I'm like, how cool would that be to like, be good at like a different sport? I'll try something else and we can both go to Paris. <laughs> I think would be so cool. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be a goal of mine to do. I think that'd be cool to try something new because my whole life, all I've ever done is gym. So like, what if I was good at something else, you know, and never knew it. So that'd be amazing. Oh my gosh. That would be Talk cool. Talk about the YouTube that'd be content cool. as well. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, ta yeah. the YouTube channel, Taekwondo, yeah. like oh. <laughs> yeah. And I think someone was telling me they might be adding like break dancing to the Olympics. Oh, okay. I'm like, there let's you go. go. Yeah, Simone and I were like, let's go. We could do this. So I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I mean, like I told you guys before, like sports broadcasting. I just, I don't, I don't really know what I want to do with my life. It's, it's hard to say. Like. I kind of just want to like try different things and see what makes me the happiest. I mean, I don't want to do a job I don't like. So, um, I mean, once I have kids, I kind of want to be a stay home mom, but who knows what that will be like. I mean, I want to start an athletic line maybe. And then 
Um, I don't know. Jonas kind of wants to do like a summer camp. So like start a camp and do like my Michaela Skinner camp. I don't know. Just so many different things. It's like, what do you even choose? Like, I don't want to make the wrong mistake. I mean, I don't think I can, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just, just let it come to you. Um, take your time. Also like you, you have, I know you guys already know this, but you have a massive business with just the YouTube audience that you've Mm -hmm. built to this point. So I think like whatever you choose to do next, like Blake said, you'll be successful at it. Just like let it come to you and take your time and just enjoy the the time away, I think, from gymnastics <laughs> now that you have yes. it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for like you said, 19 years, it's a lot of training. That's a lot of like mental fatigue that you've had to go through. Um, so now just enjoy your time off. And I think like it'll eventually hit you. Like, what do you want to do next? Yeah, totally. I'm like, hopefully it doesn't hit me for a while because I really want to enjoy life. <laughs> I'm I sure like you like, can hold off for like five years and be like, uh, it's, I don't, I don't want to do anything. We'll see. Yeah. But no, we, we appreciate you coming on. Like I said, I think, you know, I, I spoke to your husband. I think your YouTube channel could blossom depending on like, if you guys want to continue to post on it mm-hmm. and what that new content is. So Blake and I are excited to, to see like what the next journey looks like. Uh, and if we can ever help in any way, Thanks. just let us know. Oh, we will. I'm sure Jonas will keep in touch. So. <laughs>